0: Hi, and thank you for continuing to listen and subscribe to Black Woman Working. This episode of Black Woman Working will focus on self-care. Yes. This discussion regarding self-care is timely, necessary, and personal. Let's be honest, y'all. I do not do self-care well, and I'm pretty sure I am not alone. Every time I walk away for a little bit of recharge, I feel this immense self-created criticism that I impose on myself as I feel like every minute of the day, I'm supposed to be producing a top-notch, unmatched product, being better than I was before. It's personal. I know but I know and I realize that I have subscribed to this keep going, work hard, you'll sleep when you die mentality. And let me tell you, it's not the way. I hope this conversation will force you to make changes to promote immediately your self-care and also lose some of the guilt associated around taking your time. In order to have this conversation, I brought together four women of different backgrounds, of different ages, and different experiences to talk about how they promote or are working on their self-care. In order to have this dialogue, I had the ladies do two activities. The first one, I had them write a note to themselves. And literally, I charge you to do the same. Take out a piece of paper and write yourself a note. Commit to yourself that for the next month, you are going to do something different that is going to promote your personal self care. I didn't say you had to take a vacation, an action that you can do to promote your self care. Put it on that letter and seal it. And after the month, Open that note to see if you held yourself to that standard. And if you didn't, work and work and work until you make that a part of your day to promote your self-care. And the second task that they were charged with was to complete an assessment regarding their self-care practice so they could see exactly where they stand as they continue to fight for balance in their daily lives. But I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you dive into this conversation. Black woman working on self-care. Well, good evening. Um, I want to welcome you to A really tough conversation that I'm not an expert at at practicing or understanding but I have a great group of women some returning from episode one about dreams deferred and then also some new friends who are here at the table to really help us talk about self-care it's a buzzing topic a real common term that we hear that many don't practice well, especially African-American women, in my opinion. And so I brought a group of people together that I hope can help us just be honest about what self-care is and how we can be held accountable to each other and to ourselves as we kind of continue to navigate this world that doesn't play self-care for us in the same value as maybe other people. Okay. So before we get started, I'd like to go around the table just so people can know who's here. So if you could introduce yourself and maybe provide a little background of what your um, job or occupation or even your field may be just so people can understand in case your perspective comes off. Um, So finish your chocolate. (laughs) And then we can get started.
1: Hi, I'm Koya and I'm an attorney. I'm a defense attorney. So I spend a lot of time working with my clients, listening to their background, understanding where they came from, so that we can tie that into the charges that they've been charged with, and try to convey that to the court or the prosecutors in order to get the best outcome for their case.
0: Thank you.
2: Thanks. Well, I'm Crystal, and I'm a licensed professional counselor. Right now, my population is children. I'm a trauma-focused therapist, so, the topic of self care is something I'm familiar with and excited to be able to discuss with such an array of women with different backgrounds.
3: I'm Trace. I am in law enforcement. Right now I'm in our community service unit. So I'm just out and about in the community trying to prevent crime, trying to be aware of what's going on, and just getting to know everybody that's out and about.
4: Um, and I'm Rochelle. Uh, My uh, profession is in higher education, so working on a daily basis with a variety of constituents um, and making sure that um, we're supporting the mission of our particular
0: institution. And of course, I'm Sherry Nicole, and I also work in education, oftentimes with Rochelle, so I'm excited to have her at the table to share a common perspective. Now, first of all, we sound really dry. <laughs> is self-care something that brings mm-hmm. us all to a four? Because, I mean, we were a 10 for the last <laughs> conversation that we just had before we started taping. So, I guess my question to start off is, Is mm. what does self-care mean to you? I'm not asking you, are you doing it well? Just right now, what does it mean to you? mm mm-hmm. I think that's the
1: issue i think we're now at the four as you said because we're now asked to define self-care and one of the things that we all bonded over prior to beginning the podcast is that we all need work in the area <laughs> of self-care right. and so i think we all just connect on that of well how bad are we at self-care mm-hmm.
4: right. especially agree. being
1: mm-hmm. black women
4: exactly uh Sherry had us do this worksheet uh, before we started, and I think I didn't realize how bad I was. Like, when we start talking about what the concept of self-care, you know, in my mind it was finding a quiet time away from your children and maybe getting a book or... Mm you know uh, maybe going to the gym you know but when I think about the elements of self-care based on this worksheet like the emotional the physical psychological you know I was like there's many different aspects of self-care that I wasn't really considering
0: mm-hmm. uh, so for our listeners and our subscribers I will put this on our Instagram page and I will supply a link so if you need to be able to assess your own self-care mm-hmm. as Rochelle was mentioned please look out for that link that'll be in our bio on our Instagram page and I'll share it in the Facebook group so that you can um, assess your own. But I think you bring up something. I think sometimes self-care isn't this big lofty thing. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's literally, yes, find a quiet time away from your children to reflect and read a book. That is self-care. That's recharging oneself. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many different aspects, but you're right. Like we, sometimes when we think about self-care we think vacation mm-hmm. and it doesn't elaborate
2: yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be all that concept. exactly yeah.
0: look one of
4: these things around emotional self-care said allow yourself to cry Mm-hmm. and I put it never occurred to me <laughs> you know when I because I think about the color purple
2: mm-hmm. you know what I
4: mean about how much stress we can endure right. and then that's a signature of me being a strong black woman is how much pain I can absorb mm-hmm. before I cry out you know and so thinking about crying I'm like where they do that at you right. know what I, mean? I don't have a chance to, to a sit try. and cry I don't have the time but
1: that brings up when was your last cry because mm. I can't remember my last cry what about you
2: Mm. Well, I see, can't I think Friday. if I were to back up a little bit, <laughs> I Friday? do find value in mm-hmm. reflecting. And so I often reflect and self-reflect with myself about where I'm at. And so I would say my last cry was probably two weeks ago. Because uh, to answer your question, like to me, self-care is like the intentionality of like connecting with myself. Disconnecting mm. from the outer world and just connecting with myself. What do I need? What's gonna make me feel better? What's gonna recharge me? Where can I pour something out of my cup? And so often that's me, and I'm an anxious person anyway. So I sit with my thoughts, which sometimes mm. work for the best, and then other times not so much because I overthink. But I would say because reflecting is a common practice for me, I would say I probably cried two weeks ago because it all I just felt flooded. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I wanted to feel that because. I believe that, you know, sometimes you got to f- sit with the uncomfortable feelings, and mm-hmm. it's important to get familiar with those feelings, so I've had a cry recently. Now, the other things on this list, I'm like, I'm doing this all wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm an advocate. I'm in the streets. Like, they ask things like, you know, what are your passions outside of, like, your work, and, and when was the last time you engaged in something you weren't the expert, and I just realized that I throw myself in. Mm-hmm. In the same situation, it may look different. Yeah. I may mask it as advocacy and like, oh, this is a passion project. But really, it still feels like work, mm-hmm. reincarnated. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just a.
0: And we don't join an organization. Mm-hmm. We join the organization, take over the organization. Absolutely. As we say, you oh, know. absolutely. Yeah, we don't like I there. I'm a, I'm a member of. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm a of member was... of a sorority. And I'm afraid to join the sorority here in the area because I know I will be president. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know how to be a member, so I create obstacles for me to mm. climb over to try to go back to a reduction of self care, and then I never get there. I just keep adding more
2: building blocks and more bricks. And mm. but what what to my my question is like what is underlying there that makes it so that we can't be comfortable just not doing? Mm.
0: Is it insecurity? Is it self esteem? Is it People? How I we look that's at our, our worth, of. how we
4: value our, our worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, how we look or how we um, measure our worth, our, worth. our, our value. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And we're nurturers. It doesn't matter whether it's work or if it's a child or if it's a friend. We have to take charge so we can make sure everything runs smoothly and that it goes mm-hmm. right.
0: But who takes care of us? us? Nobody.
1: Well, I have this mindset right. that if I don't do it, who's going to do it?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. I think that's a common mindset yes. that we as black women share. And so, a lot of these things here on this list I can relate to, but I think Crystal said that it seems to be work. So, when I exercise, that's a chore for me, mm-hmm. as opposed to self care. Mm-hmm. When I read, which I love reading and I read a lot. I feel as if I am avoiding something that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's some guilt attached mm-hmm. to it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel
0: the same mm-hmm. way. We're at this beach. How how often in the last uh, week, minus Memorial Day, because it was Memorial Day, when was the last time you went to the beach? You you are six minutes right. <laughs> six minutes away from the beach. The last time we went in Wrightsville when we sat on the beach... I, I, I drove her to the... We are going to this beach and you go going to sit there and we're going to talk. But
4: before so, that, it was a whole year.
0: And it was a year for you?
2: hmm hmm But see, then it's... I think it's also related to the idea of how much work it takes to prepare for a moment of, of self-care. Ooh. So for me, just to go to the beach, now I have to factor in where's my child going to be? is Do I need to pack this for myself? Where's parking? Do I need to pay? And then I think my way out of it never mind i'll just go home (laughs) and so then it because it's such a task it doesn't feel relaxing it doesn't feel peaceful because it took so much effort just to get here so i'm not enjoying Mm -hmm. it in the same sense that i would if it you know what i mean and i just don't know how you can better plan or prepare i have intentionality around it because i think everything requires effort maybe it's just Mm -hmm. How we look at things and that underlining, I'm feeling selfish or guilty, or I need
4: a nanny. <laughs> Maybe that's your
2: self care. That's true. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like that's a child,
1: I need a nanny.
2: Somebody oh that... no no no, not for your children. No, for your like girl. for me. Yeah, that's you saw my face. I don't, you, you I face over I don't have I any children. My no.
1: no. face is no. gonna no. no. like, be like, right, right. I don't want to be this. I was like, oh, right. I don't have any children. I need a nanny. I need someone that can do all of that for me because, like you just said, the whole stress of planning all of that is just overwhelming. Chairs. What's the best beach chair a lawn chair to sit on the beach with? Or am I, am I just going to sit on the beach towel? And then how am I going to get sand out? I just I don't want to go.
2: But y'all, I'm so <laughs> envious. Baby powder. <laughs>
1: baby powder. <laughs> I don't baby, powder. Go. baby powder gets rid of sand.
0: Keep a little bit in your trunk.
1: It also gets rid of the grease on your um your clothes. On your clothes. Yeah, we
4: so discovered you that, you baby were. that baby you powder. Baby <laughs>
0: said, said, Has talcum. cancerous. <laughs> but it's just taking sand off go. and removing <laughs> hey. dirt, No, but, that that's a real John, statement. John. I I think sometimes, but again, we just made self care work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, you just made it work again.
2: But we also like I I this made mm. me think of like how am I supported by the people around me who say they support me so that it doesn't feel like work, so that I do have a moment because that's the other piece to it too is like you're a part of a bigger community you're a part of your village too and so like I'm Mm. a mother I'm someone's daughter but how are those people respecting my time so that I do have the space to really just if I want to last I feel just go to the beach with no chair no baby powder (laughs) (laughs) can I do it or am I negotiating with someone to help me? Can you, can you just do it for me this one time so I can get to the beach if you can watch my kid? Or, wait, if I could just borrow it. You know what I mean? Like, how am I supported? How is it encouraged mm-hmm. by my village, too? Because it, it usually isn't. Right. But mm-hmm. I need you. Well, who? I need you to do that. Well, I was depending on you to do this. And then if that's where it And if becomes, you're lounging
0: it looks as if you, you got time. Mm-hmm. But that lounge may be that recharge that you need, mm-hmm. but to them it's like,
2: Oh, she got Oh, it. you got time to hang out at the beach, you got time to like why are you you know, like why I need to watch him, you fine, like you know what I mean, kind of thing. So it's just I don't know, it makes me think about my village a little
3: bit. And see I have the opposite problem. Like my family is amazing with helping me with my son, but I feel guilty. Like I work so many hours and then it's like work and my son. And if I don't spend time with my son and I choose to do something with myself, I feel guilty Mm -hmm. because I work so much and I felt like I haven't spent time with my son. And then it's like, well, my family's taking care of my son. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking care of my son. So I feel guilty even though I know I need that time for myself. But it's like, how do I factor that
0: in without feeling guilty about it? Mm -hmm. Rochelle, Mm -hmm. go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I mean, I I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) I I think she goes back and forth with this because one of the things that we've learned... Is that she necessarily doesn't always ask for help or feel that she can't ask for help, even if the village is around her? So I feel like sometimes.
4: Yeah, I think it's the, the guilt thing that you yeah. you mentioned. You know, like I was saying earlier, you know, the the measure of a woman is how much pain she can withstand, right? Before she cries out, and and so I always think about um, ways that I can get it done. You know, so that I don't feel like I'm being a burden to anybody mm-hmm. else. But at the same time, I, don't, I didn't realize how I was burning myself out in the process. And so, you know, now I'm, I'm sick in many different ways. And I just wake up every day, you know, praying to uh, feel better in my body. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? for the sickness to leave my body. But, you know, I just can't believe that it's stress you know what I mean I just can't believe that it's stress and so like and it's funny because have you heard that story about um it's you know this guy is praying to God and he's like God can you help me and then you know he's in the hole and he's looking up and God you know this one guy goes hey hey you know um give me your hand I'll help you out and he's like no no I'm waiting on God you know and then somebody else comes Mm -hmm. by and then he offers help and he's like no no I'm telling you I'm waiting on God and so then the guy eventually dies Wow. and then he goes to heaven and he goes God why didn't you help me he said I sent you him I sent you him mm-hmm. I was trying to help you you know what I mean I was trying to help you out of that hole but you didn't recognize the help that I sent you know what I mean and so I don't want to be that man in the hole uh, but at the same time I think there is this guilt that overrides this this sense of myself mm-hmm. you know because I guess I just feel like you know I can I can keep taking the pain I can keep withstanding the pressure you know what I mean So self care when I think about it in these concepts I just realize that you're right I am making it work I am making it only the strongest survives mentality you know what I mean it's such a very Darwinistic way to think about yourself in the world you know we have villages for a reason Mm -hmm.
0: you brought up the point about work do you feel that you know you said that we continue to take on things and Mm. do you feel that the I mean we all have very strong roles in our fields. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that your work promotes self care? <laughs>
2: chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Insult, <laughs> chuckle.
0: <laughs> 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 and how do you feel about like I mean how do you feel if you do take that day off? Oh. I struggle mm. with taking a day off. I have plenty. I lose vacation before I end up taking it because I have built up so much. And I'm trying to be more comfortable with stepping away, you know, taking a vacation and not having to be plugged in. Um, but I don't know where that comes from. I don't know if it's me thinking that's what a leader supposed to do. I don't know if it's me feeling that if I'm not available, someone else is doing my job better, stronger, faster, and then I get back and they don't need me. Like, I don't know how to feel that insecurity differently. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a
2: deep thing, though, to think that you are replaceable. You know what I mean? And if you don't perform, you just be replaced. You know what I mean? And but is that a thought or is that the, a truth? Reality. the truth? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it sounds like you're describing. It's like, I got to do this. I got to take all this on so that I'm not replaceable. So that my me being a dependent person, they can always throw something at me, makes me more valuable. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you will. we are essentially wearing ourselves down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to have a place when actually we're just placeholders. Yeah. They can find another one of us real quick. Yeah. But it's because we fought to get here. Yeah.
0: We
1: fought to get here.
0: Yeah. I mean. It's not like
1: her. our parents knew yeah. the owner or the mm. boss of this and so and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not suggesting that there's anything wrong with that um, in one sense but you fight every day to hold your position. Mm. Do you not? Mm-hmm. Do you not? We all do mm-hmm. and so it's hard because we didn't get here just by luck mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. here by hard work and so it's one of those things that when we show up we show up every day mm-hmm. and we want to perform and but it is reality that we are replaceable and so that's one of the things that we should it's,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's hard mm-hmm. but I saw a man lay in the floor in the courthouse a few years ago. He had a heart attack and passed away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you would think that something would stop. Mm -hmm. Anything would stop. Mm -hmm. He was a bailiff. He he was covered with a white sheet. And court went on as usual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. man is at the end of the hallway. Mm -hmm. Dead. Dead. Mm -hmm. And court went on as usual. Mm. I said, oh, y'all, I know you don't care about me then.
3: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, that was was me last year. It was work, 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 take care of my son, do my other community commitments. I didn't take any time for myself, and I was stressed, and I lost it. I really did. I lost myself. So I literally took two months off of work because I had to get my mindset back. I had to find myself again because I wasn't practicing self-care. And then when I finally came back, I had to realize, what she said, is the reality. My position to be filled the minute I'm gone. So while I still go in, I do my job. I do a kick-ass job, if I must say. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Hello. I do my job. I never slack. It's not in me. But now I take the time for myself. If I need to take a day off, if I just want to take a day off, I take that day off. Mm-hmm. But I make sure I get my stuff done. But now I learn to take the time for myself because... I'm not going to let myself get back to the place where I was at. Because right. mm-hmm. they're not going to do nothing about it. They don't care. They're going to fill that position the minute right. I'm gone because I lost myself working
2: for them. Mm-hmm. And so then now how now I take that time. And then how, like, what what is the quality of your work if you're burnt out and you're just there? Yeah. I'm here, so yeah. don't yeah. get rid of me, but I'm here. So now you're burning way mm-hmm. more fuel, way more effort just to do something that if you took a day, two days, you can come back and knock out. Yeah. But because you're running right. on fumes, you're really not efficient. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nothing, there's nothing efficient about working and you're burned out. Right. Nothing. Agreed. But I
0: think that, so I'm, only, I'm, I'm I'm stop saying I think. I, I feel, no, I feel <laughs> that oftentimes for me, what I've been experiencing these last couple of years is that I am responsible for everyone else's self-care. Mm-hmm. And I mean, top, And down right like so the people that report to me and oftentimes the people that I that I report to right because you want to make sure that you manage their work right because that's something that we're all supposed to been taught to do and then you also have to manage the team that you 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 have to lead the team guide the team supervise promote the team you know positive affirmations blah 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 let them take self-care relieve stress off of them and you're filling it on both ends and you're right. You do come to a point where you just combust, right? Because mm-hmm. like, you asked me when was the last time I cried yesterday. Like, I have no problem letting out, mm-hmm. but that can't be my only resolve, yeah. right? Like, yeah, that right. can't be my only outlet. And I got to the point where I just got so low this last week dealing with a situation that I literally looked up and had to come up with some type of spiritual reflection that helped me move past it. It wasn't, nothing shifted in work, but you, I had to shift my perspective, Mm -hmm. but it's like a conscious effort all the time Mm -hmm. that you have to shift your perspective. Mm -hmm. And the minute that you feel that you need that self-care, it's almost like, A freight truck coming Mm -hmm. at you because everybody sees that you're just a little bit low and it just piles on you. Mm -hmm. It's
1: something about that and Rochelle you brought it up and you said that we are built to endure so much Mm -hmm. to the point where it's almost natural Mm -hmm. and one of the things that James Baldwin said was that our suffering that we continue to endure essentially wasn't meant to isolate us because a lot of times we will uh, internalize that suffering mm-hmm. but it was meant to bridge a gap or a bridge or build a bridge so that we can connect to others around us so that we can share and mm-hmm. so that's an issue that I have I internalize a lot I overthink a lot I self-reflect a lot and because of that I don't share mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because a lot of times when I'm involved in interactions I think about what I could have done or what right. have you, Um and so, one of the things that was on this assessment worksheet was, "How do we practice receiving from others?" And I put "rarely." Mm-hmm.
2: I'm
1: not sure what you all put, but
2: Let me see what I that question that was.
0: was. I had to think yeah. about what it was really asking, but <laughs> <laughs> you need some I need some different this type of self <laughs> care. You need someone to That's real. Though. That's real, though. All right. You need to care hey. for yourself. Right. But I, I practice self-care in that way. I would just like to receive from <gasps> others. But anyway. <laughs> so right so now, that's a two. That's a never. I am going to say, that's not like an advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that
2: question. It's right on the under, first page. Yes. It's
0: after it's under psychological. So I I wonder, while while Crystal's looking at that, do you think that self? I mean, like, Three. think about like the self care about the generation before you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. I I want to think about Three. like the way my mom practiced self care. Mm-hmm. Now that I know the definition, right? Now, so right. I'm, in hindsight, I don't know if my mom practiced it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I mean, like, thinking about this because we oftentimes we repeat what we see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, did your parents? Did your dad? Your mom? Your grandmother? Did they teach you? about pulling back or about balance or was it always like you gotta do because I always was told you gotta do 110% to get at least 90% of what somebody you know so
2: like Mm -hmm. but I would say my mom did a really good job of Confusing me. <laughs> so, and if she ever hears this podcast, she's the most amazing woman. She yeah. is. Uh, we amazing. love mama. We Grace love mama. But what love she you, did mama. was she would work two and three jobs, sometimes not making mm. sense to me, just because she needed to be busy. She needed to be moving because she felt that she was doing something meaningful. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's nothing. But at the same time, she was a softball player. She went to college on a softball scholarship. So I would go wherever she had a softball game and watch my mom play softball, and she loved it. Mm -hmm. She was on every community league. She played for restaurants. She did all that stuff. I like to think that was her self-care. That was her continuing to do something she loved and finding Mm a space to fit it in her life, despite having two and three jobs. Now, what is confusing to me is that Although I like to think I'm an athlete, I am an extrovert in her eyes, even though I've argued that I think I'm an introvert. But anyway, so me, I can't do what she did to refresh. She went back home and would watch TV and play softball, and she was content. Me going back home leaves me with my thoughts, Mm -hmm. and I overthink, and my anxiety starts to kick in. I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) I'm just kind of in this space of, I need to do something. So for me, release is traveling. For me, release is like going to engage a new person. I've never met a new culture, something new. And it confused me because she thought that felt like work. So it was never incurred. You need to sit your behind down somewhere. You need to, you know uh-huh. know you're going to be. You're doing me? too much. You're doing too, too much. much. You, you ain't yeah. got to. What the money looked like for you to be going all over the And then right. you start to yeah. be like, oh my God, I can't West go to Greensboro this age, weekend. Right. <laughs> right. I can't go to Puerto Rico. I do. I'm in debt. But oh, it's okay. That's another topic. But. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to financial health and another time. <laughs> right. But that's what I say by confusing because on one hand, I saw you doing things that you love to do, you know what I mean? And then it's like, but the things that I love to do is just not seen as valuable. It's seen as like, you're, you're, it's just not something that's encouraged. And so I get confused sometimes. I feel a lot of guilt. I have a lot of hesitation to do something. I'm like, no, I shouldn't do it. And then there was that overthinking. And here's Ooh, that anxiety. My mama confused me too. And she, she had heaven, mad right now because
1: I just said that. <laughs> I just that said that on this home. podcast, right. And she like, I know you ain't out there talking about me negatively.
2: <laughs> but it was confusing uh. the message you were sending. Either do things that matter to you to take care of you or work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I guess it's just like everybody else's struggle finding the balance, making meaning of what you're doing. And really being able to discern this is, being, this is something for me and my wellness versus I think this is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm just going to do it, but it's a task. Like working out. I know I need to work out, but it feels like what you said. It feels like, like a chore, task. Yeah. It feels like a chore. And then I do it, and then I'm thinking about all the things I could have been, been doing. doing. Mm-hmm. I still got to go do laundry. I still got to do this. Now my yeah, hair The wet. work
0: list don't change. No,
2: but that's making me reflect right now because it's just kind of like, I don't care how hard we work there's always something mm-hmm. something
1: that can be done. There's
2: always something. So when are we going to embrace the fact that there's always going to be something mm-hmm. and that's not enough to that's not a good enough excuse to not do. But I think having a conversation
1: is is positive within itself and it's powerful Mm -hmm. because it's a conversation we've never had and so with my mom (laughs) (laughs) so with my mom the only thing that I can remember in terms of her self care is that she was an early riser and so what she would do is she'd get up, she'd get her cup of coffee she'd play her gospel music and she would just use that time as her time in the morning and then at some point I would say when she got bored like, and she had had enough Time for me and my brothers to get up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and me, because I'm the youngest, but I mean, yo, what's going on? You need to get up. And I mean, you'd be like, okay, well, what's going on? Well, come in here and, and turn the TV. Well, I know the remote is like right there. <laughs> turn the but, TV. Right. You're not going to say that to her. You just know that her morning mm-hmm. routine was over and it's now time for you to get up and there's something mm-hmm. to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the only aspect of self care I believe my mom took. She enjoyed cooking. Um, and she enjoyed cooking for others, and she enjoyed uh, giving to uh, giving to others. And I thought she gave so much of herself, and I was like, that's just a lot. But then I found myself doing the exact same thing.
4: Mm-hmm. So. No, that's a, a good point. I was, I was thinking about as you guys are reflecting on your moms, you know, in terms of this assessment worksheet. I don't really feel like my mom practiced self-care, and maybe that's why I have my impressions of what it means to be a working mom, that it's my choice to work but then it was also my choice to have children and my children are paramount and so my mom you know just really I think instilled in me this idea of just responsibility to your children and so you have a responsibility to work every day to make sure um, they're taken care of you know I was raised on that concept like you know you were going to school unless you were bleeding out of your ears or you had a fever of 104 mm-hmm. you were taking your tail to school love you mom and <laughs> so it's translated you. into the way that i work like we i go to disclaimer. work a nice disclaimer
2: right, right. We <laughs> should
4: have but you know i went to i go to work if even if i'm not feeling well if right. i have a headache i don't feel good i'm still getting up and going to work you know trying to instill this in my 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 daughter And then I remember one day she came to me, and she was just crying. And she was like, can I please stay home? I just can't. I feel bad. I just, I know, you know. And so I looked at her, and I said, I am instilling the same Mm -hmm. thing in my daughter that my mother instilled in me. And I looked at her, and I said, if you need to stay home today, that's okay. And, you know, I called her father. My husband called him and let him know. And he was like, look. And I was like, look. Sometimes people just need a (laughs) mm break. And it has nothing to do with acting like we... Mm -hmm white folks out here but uh you know really sometimes people just they cry out and she cried out and I responded because my daughter rarely comes to me like that and I could see the anxiety and I could see the stress in her face and I don't want her to be like me like I look at her and I'm praying That she is not me, you know, dealing with self doubt and the anxiety and the frustrations. And, Mm. um, but at the same time, you can't quit, you can't stop because then people will think that you have failed or that they've defeated you in some way. Like, I think, I don't think of myself as a competitive person. But when I think about our work environment, every day I go to work. We go to fight. Right. Every day I'm dressed for battle. Every I'm day, ready to go. I'm ready to take on who's we're... there. Yes, you are. You know, I'm ready yes, to show are. up. I'm always on. I'm always ready yeah. um, to go. And um, and that, that takes energy. That takes effort.
0: Um, Today I had the chance to meet Rochelle for lunch just randomly. Um, we had a business meeting. And it was like, literally I walked outside and I was like, Huh. I never leave for lunch, mm-hmm. like never leave. Like I mean, I'm not leaving. I'm literally leaving to go to one building, but I didn't even realize how warm or the sun. Like, I get in at seven thirty, mm-hmm. seven fifteen, and I leave at five fifteen. I go up and down the stairs to different meetings or I'm you at don't a computer. I don't leave for lunch. Mm-hmm. I, Do leave for lunch? lunch? Mm-mm. I I did not put that as a as a strong. It's a strong thing on my assessment. I, I Wait. put Wait. I put three Wait. rarely. Yeah. So yesterday, I'll be Wait. completely honest, full mm-hmm. transparent. Wait. I did not eat yesterday all day, and I came home yesterday and I had a terrible migraine. just a hungry headache, right? But at the point of the headache, when it hits, you can't get rid of right. it. Right. It doesn't matter what you eat; you're still gonna have this headache. So I had I went to sleep really early. Because I didn't realize, I didn't track my time appropriately. Mm-hmm. If A meeting went too long, and then a meeting already supposed to stop. And I don't some, forget to eat. And some meetings. I mean,
2: <laughs> but you, you know. See, you
0: get busy. You get to oh, yeah. Time the by. No, just, I get busy. I'm going to eat, how you
4: eat the Franklin.
1: Rest in peace. And I need Weary. that snicker bar. Right. <laughs> like, otherwise, because I'm going to be. <laughs> hell on wheels. Right. Mm-hmm. Hangry. Yeah, on angry. ten. hmm I mean, that's,
0: I don't
2: know. Have you ever
0: missed a lunch?
2: I've, I've never missed the lunch. I've just not eaten it in a way that I would like to. Like, I'm eating it on the go. Whoa. It's not like a sit-down, thoughtful hour where it's like I'm eating it as I'm talking to somebody or as I'm working on a report or as I'm, you know, doing supervision or something of that nature. So it's never like a formal, okay, you guys, I'm closing my door and I'm taking me time. I need to be more intentional with that. I haven't been, though.
0: Which yields more things, right? Because we eat mm-hmm. on the go. We're eating the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You eat the wrong thing and then you go sit. Yep. You gain the weight, and then you wait too long to you eat. You, you wait too too definitely t- eat the wrong. Thing. You eat definitely yeah. Cause now you, and now you're tired, so you're eating quick mm-hmm. on the go. Or my my boyfriend Chick Fil A, and then we you my know, boyfriend Jimmy you. John. <laughs> he really is
1: my boyfriend Chick Fil A because he'll send free stuff. Girl, I got app, two free things on my app right now. and He said "Oh, just because you." Know, he right, said, "Let me right. check my, <laughs> my app." My
3: app me, but
4: anything, we all have up, we all have a convenience
2: i, say, I need Rochelle some more said something she that stood me. out
3: to me. She talked about um, not being competitive, mm. but being ready for battle. I'm competitive, but I realize a lot of the time I'm competitive with myself. Mm. Like, right. i got to be right. better than I was the day before. Mm. And sometimes that can be bad for self-help. Because
0: right. <laughs> yeah.
3: then you're pushing yourself too much. Mm. And you just got to take the time and realize that you don't always have to be better every day. Sometimes right. you gotta be all right with how you are in the enough. moment because mm-hmm. it's a moment. Mm-hmm. Today is yeah. a good
2: enough. So that makes me think. One thing that we're not talking about is it seems like there's this other thing that goes with self with with self care and things of like that. And that's self awareness.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You gotta know what you need for that day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And so it's not. You might not need a vacation. You may not need. To suit up for armor. Where am I at today? Where what do I need today? It may be something as simple as what you just told me to write down on my thing today. I'm gonna take a lunch and I'm gonna close my door. That's 45 minutes of my day that may get me through the rest of the week. Who knows how Mm -hmm. much that may recharge me? Right, right. It could be something as my son needs to be picked up by six. I arrive at 5:30. I'm gonna sit in the car and listen to the most. I'm gonna listen to my meat meal and say every word (laughs) because. (laughs) I just need a moment. And so it just makes me think like self awareness, like are we checking in with ourselves and saying where we are? Because maybe one day you can just keep going Mm -hmm. and like stick it out and make it through the day. You ain't eat, but you feel good, right? Right. But the next day, don't make that a habit until you can check in with yourself. Like, okay, yesterday I pulled that off, but today, Mm -hmm. mm -mm, I hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm.
0: I went to a conference a couple weeks ago and it was uh, Naomi Tutu was there and one of the things that she said it was um a black faculty women professional conference and so i was in a room just full of amazing beautiful black women and uh, naomi tutu was up there and she said kick your shoes off because i mean everybody was put together you know because we show up for each other right Mm -hmm. everybody was put together and she said take your shoes off take the glasses off everybody with hoops on put them on the table like she was she was like take off your She's armor. armor. Right. Yeah. She said, so like, so oh, uh, And everybody at yeah. yeah. has Yes. Oh, yeah. right. 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 She was like, yes. Line. You know that's, that's right. It's a staple. Yes. <laughs> it is. And she said, take them off. And then she said, I'm giving you permission to be mediocre. Mm. Mm. Oh, I like
2: that.
0: Permission mm. to oh, be mediocre. That worries me.
2: Did that Just that It did. You?
4: That statement right there. Because I think it speaks to, you know, that, that, uh, fear deep down inside where you don't think that you're enough
3: mm-hmm. and
4: and to be mediocre right mm-hmm. then um, makes you vulnerable mm-hmm. to wow. attack and so it's one of those things where I think about that but you're absolutely right I wow. think we we need to give ourselves permission to not always have to be on top right like if people knew what it took to be Beyonce together they would Woo. not want to be Beyonce. You know right. what I mean? Like when, when she did work. that when she I did that video be. and she was like, Oh, I'm a vegan and she's eating that apple and I'm so hungry and she was nursing <laughs> and she was dancing fifteen hours a day. Like if you if people really knew what it took to operate and let's not get it twisted she's got a chef she She has a hairstylist she's got a makeup person you know she's She's got somebody to put her in Mm -hmm. clothes right like if we all had a team we could all look like Beyonce but
2: But do we have a team but that's my my question is like do we have a team it may not be a team made up of hairstylists and wardrobe stylists and chefs but do we have a team that we're just not utilizing so that we can be our best selves how That's do you practice just, receiving so from others? others. That and everybody at this table has a three. She lets herself cook. And she for don't the look listeners. At oh, JZ, looking at me. Let me go ahead and make this uh, nice little spaghetti. For the listeners, three <laughs> is rarely. Three right. is rarely. Man. So what was your score on that one? No,
4: actually, it's funny did you mention that. I put five. No, I would say, well, Ooh. before oh. the hurricane, <laughs> I would have said everybody. Three. But after the storm, I was we were so broken. I had to receive help from others. Yeah. I was out of my house for almost 3 months, you know. Yeah. We lived in our neighbor's house. You know, I had the school call in to see if my son needed anything, if he needed meals or clothes, wow. you know. I Had to. uh, My daughter didn't tell her friends that she was displaced because she was embarrassed. You know, every day I drove by my house and saw my clothes out on the lawn, Jesus, because it took them two months to pick up the trash in front of the yard. Mm -hmm. I saw people digging through my trash. Woo! Jesus, I'm telling you, it was like, take the wheel, you know. And and every night I'd go to bed and I thought to myself, how long are we going to be in this situation where I feel so helpless i can't even i can't even house my children you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and um but i finally just had to say look you need help so yes we said yes to the extra housing yes we said to the the clothing and my job gave gave me five hundred dollars to replenish my wardrobe because i lost all my clothes all my shoes lost everything lost all my bedroom furniture all of it and i never really thought about receiving from others in that Mm -hmm. way because every time somebody was like i was just thinking about you like the The best thing that I love, I had these teal chucks, and I lost them in the storm. And one of my colleagues had bought me a brand new pair. She said, meet me in the parking lot. And so I went downstairs, and she said, I bought these for you. And I just want you to know that it's not a lot, but it's what I felt like I could do for you for you I'm to receive cry. that and I did I just cried in the parking lot <laughs> oh and I just got to a point where I just had to receive you know what I mean and I couldn't fight it anymore because we were broken you know what I mean something I tell people all the time like something broke in the storm for me in a way that probably was God saying you you cannot do this by yourself you know what I mean. You are not alone, and you cannot do this by yourself. And just letting people kind of pour into you. And so, I'll be honest. If it wasn't for the hurricane, that would have been a three. But after the hurricane, you know, um, thinking about you know, I, I help some somebody picks up Caleb sometimes for me. Mm-hmm. And I just think that she's the best thing since sliced bread because I didn't realize the stress of having to go get him before a certain time and then getting home and then getting dinner ready. Right. You know what I mean? I Now I know that he is home and he is safe mm-hmm. with his sister and I can drive home and I can maybe take a couple of minutes at work, you know, to kind of finish things up and get in the car and then... By the time I get home, you know what I mean, my daughter's got dinner going, but that didn't happen until after the hurricane, you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't cooking like that, but then she saw how stressed I was. She was like, let me figure out how to cook. She's know, Googling I'm recipes surprised. and everything, and so I thank God for her. And That's I'm telling you. So, it all kind of came together in this really weird way, because my mom was not that mom. My mom was like, I got you. Get on my back, and we going to ride the storm out, you know what I mean? And I tried to be that woman for so long, and it almost it's broke
2: just, me.
4: It's not sustainable. It's not. It's not it's not
2: but even in like i'm listening to your story which is very like again me reflecting and overthinking and i'm just thinking like can we make a common practice to just not saying we need to take from others all the time but can we Mm -hmm. does it always have to happen when we're on our last Right, you know what I mean? Do you have to wait for a disaster to hit before you need to take two months? That is so true. Before the storm took everything from you, before you know what I mean. That is so true. (laughs) (laughs) You right, right. Right. But I
4: think because I think you're right. It goes back. to me, I've been feeling this thing in my heart about worthiness. You know, I, I. Struggled with receiving because I would be like, no, you don't need to do this for me. You know what I mean? I'm good. You know what I mean? And I think maybe I was telling myself that I'm not worth that. I'm not worth somebody doing that for me. And and that's not the case, right? When you think about what we try to do for others. Because I'm always trying to pour Mm -hmm. into others. I feel like Mm the way I work, you know, the way that I work best, if you will, is if I am pouring into my students or into faculty or into staff Um, into colleagues that are very passionate about student success like I am. So, I mean, I'm just always pouring.
0: Well, it's hard because even though our jobs, we feel our best when we pour into people, people also have to be able to receive it, right? And Mm -hmm. so we also pour into them, but we want them to receive it in the way that we want to pour it into them sometimes too. Like, you know, we do something nice. We want you to say thank you, not give us the snide comment back about what could have been done sooner or faster or better but so I, I have to work on that. Like that self care is like okay, I poured into you, I gave it to you, you know, right. and not be so
4: right. do what you exp- will, do what yeah, you will. Yeah. yeah,
0: you know, I my I donated my kidney to my cousin, and the one conversation I had with him. He he was like, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, live, mm-hmm. live. Like I can't force you to do. Although this is my body that I, I gave it to you, so I want you to live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't need you to check in with me. You know what you need to do and what you not need to do, but I, I didn't give it to you with a contract,
1: you mm-hmm. know? But you say that, but how do you feel when other give, when others give to you? Do you feel that you need to repay them? Because I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I have a hard time receiving, and my and aunt- And just saying thank you. Right. And just taking it. And just taking it. My aunt used to say, no, you're not going to mess up my blessing. Mm-hmm. Because she believed mm-hmm. it to yeah. me- a blessing to give to me or to give mm, to whomever and so if you felt the need to pay her back or to do whatever reciprocated right in some kind of way. she felt like that was messing up her blessing mm, mm-hmm. she was blessed in the ability to give and so she you know that yeah. was it yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, good
3: this is that's I used to have a hard time accepting things. I still do. I still struggle with it. But I have to look at it that way. I'm blocking my blessing. And the way I see it is I would love to help people. That's always been me. I'll give you my last penny if you need it. But the way I see it is I'm helping you, so I'm sowing that seed. So whenever you give something to me, that's just that seed coming
0: back to me in return. I'm Mm -hmm. getting what I Mm sowed. So that's how I look at it. Mm -hmm. I did have, I, I, I greatly respect that. I do have a statement I need to bring out because I want to get your opinion. Prior to this conversation um, a listener or subscriber um, reached out to me after they heard the dedication and they were like I'm really excited to hear you know what the table will talk about today about self-care. Recently uh, she she said that she just turned 30 and um, she lives in illinois chicago i know she won't mind me sharing but she lost a friend tragically and she is in social work and in uh social services and she is struggling Mm -hmm. to deal with the loss Mm -hmm. so i want to receive that for her because i've been hugging her from afar and pouring into her and praying for her but that loss is something that triggers a loss of a, of a friend. And I mean like loss, death. But also even like loss of a friend who you're just not close to anymore. Or just loss of job, loss of changes, changes that you didn't want. That concept of loss and how that damages our self-care. Mm-hmm. or um, So I just want to see if maybe we can provide... You know when you've had to deal with loss you shared the loss of your mom i've lost my brother and other family members we all lost somebody at this table Mm -hmm. how did you heal what did you do to allow yourself that time to mourn but to come back in a way into the life that you you still have
2: Hmm. yeah i was gonna say like the therapist in me wants to be real clinical right now but like I'm going to I'm not going to go there and I'm just going to go from like what I had to pull from a personal experience and say that it's time and it and it's forgiving yourself enough to say I not forgiving but practicing grace enough to say I deserve this moment. This was someone who was special to me. This was something special to me. I give myself some grace to go through it and feel it. It's not something I need to rush through. It's not something that I'm weak for sitting in it for a moment. It's none of that. It is, if it meant that much to me, I should feel it. You know what I mean? That's why it meant so much to me when it was here, because I felt it. So I'm going to feel this absence, and I'm going to sit with it, because I need to. That's how I honor it, by recognizing that this happened, by recognizing that this person is no longer here, and through clarity, through time, I'll figure out my next step. But There is no prescriptive way to get through loss. There is no, first you do this, Mm -hmm. then you do that. There is none of that and so I think grace is the biggest thing you can grant yourself in those moments Mm -hmm.
0: I think it's well said and I think this is the time where you do have to lean on your tribe Mm -hmm. and your village Mm -hmm. and you have to show I think one thing we talk about self care we've talked a lot about strength but Mm -hmm. I also think that we need to talk about the strength is vulnerability Mm Yeah, you know and transparency and you know being okay with not being okay Mm -hmm. you know and and so I, I wanted to pull that out because Sorry. I wanted to make sure yeah. that that was that she was that she knew that she was heard and that mm-hmm. I heard yeah. her mm-hmm. and that I she's not alone regardless. She's definitely not alone. Yeah. There are many people that and I you know my loss was significant and it happened very early, but there are days where it feels fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. the like like I'm there all over again. So in addition to time is also realizing that this is one point in time mm-hmm. and you're going to have these triggers if you will yeah. that are going to bring it back as a fresh wound and you're going to have to learn how to fix that bandage all over again and so you know and 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 as other people around you one thing we all have in 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 common is that we will perish you know and being understanding of what a gift of life can be and mm-hmm. practicing that time so i think like when i think of self care as well is realizing our jobs our friends all of that matters just as much as our progression or ambition you know as well
2: i mean sadness is a part of life you cannot be happy all the time you know what i mean like that's exhausting it's not realistic that's mental anguish right there to put on this face like i know nothing bothers me nothing saddens me nothing makes me nervous Mm -hmm. nothing i'm afraid of you have to feel the whole spectrum of feelings, and if what makes you sad was that loss or that job you didn't get, you got to like feel it. that at that moment. I don't like it, so that you can. And I think as a society, <laughs> we feelings. have teach, we have like supported, reinforced, and taught that if something doesn't make you feel good, avoid it, run mm-hmm. from it. It's something you don't need. It's not valuable. You need to take a pill for it or something of that nature, and that's not necessarily true because disappointment, loss. Regret are all things that we have to face. Mm -hmm. Only being confident
0: is
1: change.
2: What what I would Mm -hmm. say to that,
1: though, is that the one thing that I think we struggle with in our community is that we have not been taught or we have not shown each other or the generation behind us or have been shown how to actually deal with that hurt. Mm-hmm. And what is a healthy way to deal that's with the it. Thing. And so that's Healthy the... ways of dealing with but it. And I mean, coping. 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 Because there's no right or wrong answer. And so, it's one thing to say, okay, allow this feeling. But then, when I'm with my feeling, then what? Then I do what yeah. with it?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What,
1: I, what, what do I do with it? Because one of the things that I did when my mom passed away is that I said, okay, I'm going to run this half marathon. I've never ran anything over four miles and so I threw myself into training for this half marathon I gathered like maybe 12 of my friends we came and we did the battleship and boom and then guess what What I was still right I was still left with my feelings And, Mm -hmm. and I was left with my feelings even then but you know running became my outlet and so I am very thankful for that thought that vision or whatever to even do that but you're still left with your feelings and you're like okay what do I do and so one of the things that you just said was, okay, you just sit
2: with it but how long? But that's, mm-hmm. what, so if I were to say, if we were to reverse that same notion and say, sit with your happiness, no one would have a problem yeah. with that. No one says, okay, now I'm happy. What do I do with it? Mm-hmm. You embrace it. You enjoy, you recognize it's a gift. It's not going to last forever. That just like everything, what what uh, Sherry just said about it's the only thing that's constant is change. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to sit with, even in feelings of sadness. The we same way. Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like change, Shway. this sounds great, but we don't like change because we're unfamiliar. But we're also it's we don't. I, I feel we don't embrace it. Yeah, we're not, not familiar like with it.
3: And I'll say another thing <laughs> is it's discomforting. Like, like it right, right. And we have to learn to be open. I can say I lost my first baby, stillborn at 32 mm-hmm. weeks. And I was not open to help. I was not open to talk to anybody about how I was feeling because my thoughts were they didn't lose a baby, so how can they understand what I'm going through? Mm -hmm. And also, I was angry, and I didn't know how to let go of that anger. I was mad at myself, because, of course, I put the blame on me. Mm -hmm. And two, I'm like, all these girls out here, they got babies they're not taken care of. Mm -hmm. They got babies they give away, and I lose my baby, a baby I love. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't open, and I I didn't handle it the right way. I went out, and I clubbed, and I drank, Mm -hmm. and I would go home, and I would cry myself to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And... In hindsight, I realized if I was open, if I just would have talked to somebody about it, let them help me, I would have handled it way different. And I noticed that now. And I didn't get my closure until years later when I got her headstone for her grave. That's Mm -hmm. when I got my closure. But if I had just talked to somebody, if Mm -hmm. I would have been open, it would have went totally different. Mm -hmm. So we got to learn to be open too. And no, just because somebody didn't go through that, exact same experience doesn't mean they can't help us right right Treece, yeah. i'm gonna try that <laughs> i don't
1: know who i'm gonna try it with but i'm gonna be open with someone mm-hmm.
3: I, and and that's a hard but I mean, thing too that i don't so like to be open I, I i can admit it i don't like to be open but you know open, it goes but. back
4: to you know crystal what you said about oh, self-awareness you know what is it about being vulnerable yeah. that becomes so fearful that we find other ways right to keep ourselves from being vulnerable like it, what is it about being vulnerable it goes back it- to
0: we've been taught to be strong, strong yeah. yeah i mean you we makes can sure circle this thing did. all yes. it makes us feel weak it makes us feel not it, it like does something with our worthiness it says that we don't know something it takes you know like all of those things right but i'm
4: wondering was it what did you see what did you hear who told you that
0: right was it explicitly said that way mm-hmm. or, or did we perceive that,
4: we... that. Mm-hmm. Like, or maybe it's the environments
0: like... that we've been placed into yeah. you know i i can't i mean uh, a lot of my friends growing up were white i you know i mean i had i had a couple of black friends but we didn't sit in the same classroom so mm-hmm. i was always competing with you know non-minority folks just to be in honors algebra or what i, I mean it, it was ingrained in me by what I, my environment you know like then I drive down the street and I see my folk and we doing the wrong thing you know but we shouldn't be doing and I'm sitting here trying to figure out a way to continue to grow and I think I think it's our environment I don't know if anybody's ever truly taught me that that was the right way but everybody has been doing the same thing I know maybe it's the company I keep but
2: I was gonna say I mean it could be like that you're a perfectionist too, and so I think sometimes in any environment, I strive self, for we, excellence.
0: I've gotten off for perfectionist. You strive for excellence. Okay, <laughs> no, I like that. that. I like that. Okay. Not, yeah, I've gotten you off of like like that. He's it, like, no. I know, it, know you right? You can paint, paint that right, bus, <laughs> <still up laughs> right. whatever color you want, meet me, whatever. I may be right up and falling perfectionist, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, I'm just but striving. I think
2: that. Some people would find the same thing, the same conflict, the same struggle in, in environments that's different than what you just said. Like I mean, I went to a minority. I would say yeah. Hanover was pretty fifty-fifty, mm-hmm. and it's still the same thing. You got to be the different Negro. You got to be the right? different. You know, yeah. in the pool of Negroes. Yes, you know, yeah, you're saying? always you again. Yeah, so either out. way, mm-hmm. I think if you have high expectations, of high expectations has been ingrained in you. Yes. You're gonna, you're gonna take that with you wherever. You might go to a different playground, but you're gonna play the same. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing. You could be at this institution or that institution or this situation. But if your psyche works a certain way... You're going to self-sabotage that situation to be, everybody's out against me. I got oh to my armor Self-sabotage is the <laughs> yeah. word. And yeah. so it it's just that idea, like, sometimes that pressure is not on you. We bring that to it's the situation. Okay. It's okay to be mediocre. That's what's familiar to us. And when it's we don't not- know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that word. Oh, and <laughs> I just need another word. <laughs> Maybe like something her. like take the
3: pressure
4: off. <laughs> no, I don't she know. She said, to I'm about being permission mediocre. to said be mediocre. I said,
2: give you permission to be good enough not not the best that
0: that means there's something Uh, else above right like who's above (laughs) why are
2: we on the special superior. superior? like we just today I was good enough tomorrow I might be better tomorrow I might be worse I don't know what you're gonna get
4: the all I know is and I hate to bring us back to color purple <laughs> but when I saw that movie, did you want to be Shug? Did you want to be Nettie, or did you want to be Seely? I want to be Shug. Shug ain't right. 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 Oh my so but my thing is Shug right. was
2: messed up. Right. She, she was. was broken. She had confidence in her mess up. Now she so, made a bad decision and she stuck. So with we it. like the mask. Is that what I, we rather? That's her what her I mask. was saying. Are we
4: attracted to the mask? Well, that's we what like, we have. Mm,
2: yeah. Go <sighs> out here looking like Seeley. You wanted to be seely. I mean, but the thing is, though, the thing that you we gotta want to be no. Seelie. but the thing we run away <laughs> yeah, from. No. But just But we saying, do we want to be seely? But everybody around this table spoke at their jobs. They are seely. They are underappreciated. Mm-hmm. They are overworked. But we are, are confident. We are confident like but you think, none of us sitting over there looking like Seely just sitting there saying. But everybody at your job looking you like Seelie.
1: None
4: you of us None of
1: us. are sitting over there just rocking like Ceeley
2: was. But I rocked. I rocked. I'm I do go. I was rocking yeah. since I you came back. You've been feeling like Seeley?
3: Since in. I came back, I've been Sophia. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm probably Sophia, Sophia now, to be honest. I with came you. back. I'm probably Sophia I said, if y'all wanted me back, I'm back. This is what you gonna get. <laughs>
1: Wait. I'm, I'm and right, right, but... Sophia. I'm a I'm a mixture. You're a mixture. Mm-hmm. But, but, see, you saying, sure but you want to be sure you want to be sure. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sugar and Sophia. I'm never Seeley at work. I'm Seeley at home, but I'm never Seeley at work. It's mm-hmm. still a mask, though,
3: right? Because
0: we still can't be our authentic selves. I'm well, a I, sister. I don't, like, don't think, but authentically, we are silly.
3: In some professions, you can't be. Yep. Your, I, I do not so. believe
2: we're Listen, seen. I will tell you, yeah, like, there's a lot of the thing you run from is you. the thing you run towards if you don't know why you're running.
0: Mm, mm, that's mm. period. You that's that's an right. And know so, like, right. if
2: we don't change our psyche, the way that we think, the way that we prioritize, the things yeah. that we value. We're going to avoid it. We're going to do half marathons. We're going to do all that and come right back to the place where we started. That's what or I'm like saying. And come and right these. back to the place of, why am I still sad? Because I've been running. Right. Why I ain't get further away from this? Sometimes it's hard to do that, though.
3: It's like I can hard. say, in law enforcement, you got to have your hair a certain way. You got to hold yourself a certain way. You can't do this. You can't do that. So how can you be yourself and keep yourself when you have to be a certain way? Is a hard, mm-hmm. It's a hard time finding well, that back on to Speak on it. What's that That's thing? That you're,
2: you can never change a system as long as you're dependent upon it. Mm-hmm. And so there's that thing, too. Like, we would love to change the culture of our jobs. Mm-hmm. We would probably love to change the dynamics or the roles that we play. But as long as we're dependent upon it and we can't walk away, and we got to make sure we're the best of the best, we, oh, wow. we are in this long-haul fight. So what yeah. do we do to armor up? you know what I mean and how are we taking care of ourselves so that we can give our best fight and still not being silly out here and just barely making it and rocking it into work because you still gonna get replaced boo if you, right. you know what I'm saying? You still no I think
0: replaced. that this is a great place to leave people thinking about I think you posed a good question I had a whole
2: bottle of wine <laughs> we should just keep talking I, if you, I, I
0: love the way that you asked the question I, I, I employ and I invite our listeners to go watch Color Purple again I think at an older age it looks different right oh, yeah.
4: absolutely oh, yeah. and I so
0: like great. reading it listening to it again and finding out mm-hmm. what character really does represent because that, that story was real that story was real real as we close today i want to leave um everyone with a couple of affirmations and i also want to recommend that um you try the worksheet because i think the worksheet really did provide us with a foundation for the conversation so one thank you for being vulnerable transparent and um, being authentic in this conversation and sharing some very personal things for our listeners to understand and then um, also, I want to leave us with 10 little statements that if maybe if you just one really does resonate with you, then maybe you could say to yourself when you wake up in the morning before you check your phone and get started. With- yes. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Self-care is such an interesting topic because you realize no one's doing it the best, but everyone is really trying to do it. As I was saying before the podcast told me we were done, (laughs) there are 10 affirmations I want to leave you with so that you can find one that you can recite aloud to yourself as you continue to work on your personal self-care. One, I love, accept, and appreciate myself and others unconditionally. Two, I choose to be blissfully happy and healthy in mind, body, and spirit. Three, I am strong, empowered, and capable of anything. Four, every day and every way, I am learning to embrace my imperfections. Five. I am adventurous, fearless, and fierce. Six, I am free from expectations and criticism. Seven, I am worthy of abundance and prosperity. Eight, I am a beautiful and unique individual. Nine, I am enough just as I am right now and always. And 10, I recognize where I've been and celebrate the person I'm becoming. May you hold yourself accountable to your self-care and help your friends become more accountable. Until next time.